Off the Record is a show from 88.1 WKNC in which DJs talk with artists about everything from their music to upcoming tours to former bandmates' birthdays. Make sure to follow WKNC on SoundCloud and Tumblr so you never miss a beat. Enjoy. WKNC 88.1, this is DJ Rhythm. You are tuned in and we are sitting here with G. Yamazawa. How are you doing today, sir? Yes, sir, I'm great, man. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm great, man. Good to, good to link up, man. I know you're rarely out on the East Coast these days. Well, I won't say rarely, but you spend most of your time out, out West, yep. as it seems. Yep. But uh, so, um, so yeah, so you're you're living out west now, mm-hmm. and um, what what's it like? I guess like carrying the 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 Durham torch like out out west. I mean, what what's it like carrying the North Carolina name, you know, so far away from home? Well, so the the whole last year has been like this big growth period where a lot of people are starting to to you know catch wind of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But I've been you know I left North Carolina five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah, I lived yeah. in D.C. for a while, and I've been traveling full-time for the last six, seven years. So I'm sort of uh, used to, and still visiting home often, so I'm used mm-hmm. to traveling out, you know, throwing the bull up wherever I go and still being able to come home and, and get love and, mm-hmm. and, you know, get a home-cooked meal and still yeah. feel like I'm a part of this community in many ways. Yeah. So um, it's dope, man. The dope is about living in on the West Coast. Can I cuss? We'll edit it oh, out. Right, yeah. <laughs> the dumbest part about living <laughs> there you go. in L.A. is uh, <laughs> is the Asian infrastructure, man. It's like, you know, there's really, it's very normalized to be Asian and, and uh-huh. to have a mohawk. And, you know, right. Like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So that's been cool. <laughs> that's what's up, man. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So you, you said you've been, like, traveling full time with, mm-hmm. with music for, like, seven years. Poetry, a though. Po- oh, Mostly. a lot of poetry. Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool, yeah, yeah. cool. Well, I guess what what's what what's all that like? I mean, a lot of people we can call it tour life. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of a lot of our listeners will probably never experience that, but mm-hmm. are very curious as to what like that that's like for the artist, like a day to day. Like, what's your day to day like? I mean, do you do you eat? Do you sleep? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so the the <laughs> the rap tour stuff is really dope, and I'm really new to it as far uh-huh. as having a crew. This was my first run with the Yikes tour with Dumbfounded. Okay, so actually being with a crew, night in night out. Um, yeah. And that's been really, really fun. Um, but for the most part, uh, you know, I'm usually traveling by myself. Mm. Um, it, it's like it's living the dream, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, in many, in, in many ways. And then it's also super lonely, bro. Like, you really? Know, you, you know, you get up and you don't have anybody to talk to and you're in a city you've never been mm. or a small rural town that you've never been and may never go back to mm-hmm. and uh you don't have any real conversations with anybody until you get to the show right um but personally i'm like a really to myself kind of person as well mm-hmm. and uh so you're I, an introvert you know I, i'm like i'm kind of both though like kinda when i'm both. on i'm on yeah and i'm good at being on when i'm supposed to be right right um, but generally man i really love time by myself as well i love i love mm-hmm. being in my own head and my own thoughts yeah, um, and so for me, it's been it's been great. So, what do you fill that time with? Do you read? Do you listen to music? Uh, I try to write. You know, it's a lot of long drives, so I try mm-hmm. to throw on beats and write and, and create stuff while I'm on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I I read a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what a little mean? bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but I, I mostly <laughs> bring my HDMI cord and just hook up Netflix. I feel you. Just, I feel you know, there, you it. there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Word up. Word mm-hmm. up. So, uh, so yeah, it's official as of like months and months ago but but north cat went pretty much viral mm-hmm. um what uh w- what was it like i guess you know when when that was happening is that a, was that a whirlwind i mean was was that 
you know? What, what was it craziness? Definitely, man. I mean, it's uh, it was my first time where you check your phone and every 15 minutes there's 20,000 views that you're just jumping yeah. and jumping and jumping and your notification things is always at 99 and it's like <laughs> rolling and rolling and rolling. So <laughs> when it was happening that actual week, uh-huh. um, it was nutty, man. And it was, it was, uh, you know, I was, I was glued to my phone and it was like, what is this really happening? Yeah. Kind of thing. And then, you know, it's an interesting thing cause your life feels like it's moving so fast, but also so slow at the same time, you know, like Absolutely. a lot yeah, of growth yeah. is happening. A lot of people are, are, are becoming aware, but you know, I'm still just sitting there eating lunch and, you know, I'm still just kind of in my same shoes. And, um, but what's been cool is that seeing how it's developed in different ways over the last year and over time Uh and wondering how it will, you know, what will this song mean to me and to other people in 10 years and 20 years? Mm -hmm. Will it, will it stand that kind of test Mm -hmm. of time? So it's been amazing. Yeah. That's cool, man. And honestly, yo, I was like, you know, when I saw it, I was like, golly, that is so amazing. Like, what what could possibly follow? And then you dropped, like, the What's Good video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Jesus, like, this could have been the first single, too. Like, it's oh, just man. really good. It's a really good album, Thank man, you. like, all the way through. Thank you, man. I mean, do they do people have a pr- an appreciation for the for the whole piece of, of art? Like, you know, everywhere you go, you talk to people, do they do they know, like, a lot of the B-sides and stuff like that? I mean, mm. or do you learn them on that type well, of stuff? Well, you know, like, in this day and age it's it's very single based and it's playlist based Uh so i'd say like 75 to 80 percent of people just know norcat right um and for for a lot of people that's a strong enough um centerpiece to to know Mm. me by and and that that'll do it for you yeah um but there is a good strong like 15 to 20 percent of people who who listen to the album straight. And the thing is, if most people get to the album, mm-hmm. they listen to the whole thing. Right. And that's what's been really, um, this has been a blessing for me. And it's, uh, it to me, it's like so many people are like, you know, do songs, playlists, and s- I mean, do singles and all of that. Yeah. But the reception I've gotten from the album just kind of reminded me of like the, the value of like a record. And Absolutely. A, a project and it, and it representing a, a time in my life. And this being like saying, hey, this album represents me and my debut project at this time when I was this this age. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's been great. Absolutely, man. That's awesome to hear. Mm-hmm. So uh, so you mentioned poetry earlier, um, mm-hmm. and I definitely had a couple questions lined up about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You recently did something at Midwestern State University, right? Yeah. Okay, because a friend of a friend of mine was sent me an article, um, and it just had some interesting stuff about that. You you apparently did had like a very big performance, um, and it was like a teaching moment, right, or something like that. Uh, somewhat. So like most the w- the ways I get to a college is either through the campus activity board, mm-hmm. who has a budget, and um, you know they bring in entertainment, whether it's comedians or poets or musicians or whatever. Right, right. Um, and then another way also is usually through like a like a specific organization such as the Asian American Student Organization, mm-hmm. multicultural programming and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I go, it's, there's usually kind of a, a diversity programming aspect around it. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's just me spitting poems and telling stories for an hour. Um, and nice. I'm not sure if I would consider it a teaching thing. Right, right. But, you know, it's, it's definitely um, borders the line between entertainment and um, – Experience, experience learning yeah like learning? um i forget i don't know how to exactly put it but i feel you yeah. programming right it's like there not just entertainment but it's also uh-huh. um speaking on certain issues that may affect certain demographics of students yeah um absolutely and, uh, and yeah so basically how does your how does your writing process differ between your music and 
your poetry, I mean, is it this? Is it like you're saying the subject matter where you can use poetry to to make a big statement? But I feel like you do that as well with music. So where where is the line? Like, is there a line between it? Creatively? Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, so I started out emceeing when I was a kid, mm-hmm. writing rhymes like most of us do. Yeah. Making music and tapes, and then when I got into high school, I, f- I fell into the world of poetry, and th- where the difference was for me at that time. And in the sen- and in the state of like immaturity that I was in at the time was that I really felt like I could really be myself. There was no sense of of me feeling pressured to have to be somebody I wasn't. Right. Um. And it's not a commercialized community. If Absolutely. If, if in that in that sense. So. Yeah. And in many ways, I had the freedom to be able to just tell whatever stories I wanted to, um, and there was a community that would accept me for that. And so because awesome. there's slams, there's there's competition so right mm-hmm. like i can still want to be a beast i can still want to <laughs> chop and but then get off stage and be part of a, a, a wholehearted community that, mm-hmm. that respects me and, and whatever yeah and then but what i started realizing was actually as i started making a living doing poetry going to universities and also traveling abroad like i realized that there's a language barrier mm-hmm. and there's um interesting you yeah. know there as as fulfilling and as intimate as poetry is there are a lot of barriers Mm-hmm. Education is one of those things, right? Not mm-hmm. a lot of people are have the resources to get into poetry or be exposed to certain kinds of poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then I also realized, like, you know, rap was always my, like, it was my for real dream. You know, mm-hmm. it was always my biggest dream was to be an MC, mm-hmm. to hold the mic in my hand um, and to rock a live audience. And so that's where I started wanting to talk less, if that makes sense, and, uh, and allow the music to, to convey things for me emotionally as well yeah um and it's and it's great because all of that time i spent in the poetry realm really helped shape the kind of content and the kind of sort of uh you know lyricism that i I bring to the table now that's awesome man yeah i was at a show um i think it was beat beats and bars Mm -hmm. uh last year yeah oh you were there i was there i was yeah out there front row had to be it was very hot that day (laughs) but it was was awesome yeah um yeah you had spit like an acapella or something in between a couple a couple lines. You definitely have like that showman type thing, and you 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 insert like the poetry elements into it, even with the hip hop thing. Right. So I definitely respect that, man, Thank for sure. Thank yeah. You, man. yeah, absolutely. Um, so you you mentioned that you you were on the the West Coast leg of the tour. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it like? I mean, that's your other home, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, what what's the love like out there, man? What was it? What what was what were the shows was like? like the crowds. It's man? dope because, uh, like I mentioned, the Asian infrastructure, like yeah. You know the the shows out there were probably seventy five percent Asian, really, which is crazy. Like, interesting, you know, that is like interesting. Yeah, and yeah. here, even I feel like there's a record setting amount of Asian people you know, <laughs> in one yeah, place yeah, yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> but it's still it's much more diverse. Um, yeah. And uh, for me, it's just, it, I mean, it was beautiful. It was a lot of things because it was my first run, mm-hmm. my first tour. Um, I got to see Congrats. and as a uh, <laughs> artist I really thank you man an yeah. artist I really respect and admire and have, have um, been a fan of his work for a long time as well so mm-hmm. I got to see him rock out and mm-hmm. do songs that I love every single night yeah. um, and um, it just was a it was a beautiful learning experience man for sure that's awesome well this isn't an, an official statement I'm not going to put this on record <laughs> but you know you said you like the competitive of the the poetry yeah, yeah, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. I mean, is there a chance you would ever step in the battle rap ring? Is that so? Like it's funny. Dumb was like, "Yo, you could battle, yo. Like, you should, <laughs> you could definitely, you should do that." Shit. And I, I was like, "I don't know." He was like, "No, you should do that shit." And so I, I was like, "Who do I battle?" He was like, "Battle anybody." So you know, I maybe, man, maybe one day, like I would step into the ring, and uh-huh. 
do a one rounder or something. And you got the punchlines, man. So, you got the punchlines, man. I'm too. I'm like real, real compassionate dude. You know, like I, I feel you. I feel myself saying something that mean about somebody. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's just being really witty. You don't always true. have to do directly attack. Like there's that's people like true. daylight and stuff that almost never directly rap with the opponent. Right. They just say really clever things. Right, like right, you had right, one punch right. something about understand all this traveling has made me know how to deal with my baggage like yeah, things like yeah. that you know what i'm saying that's real. if you said that to in like a battle rap that's real. realm like people would be like mm. you know real. what i'm saying like it well, gets i'm also that. i'm also not afraid of silence so right, like, you right, know right, I, right. as a poet you know you perform and right there's a really is an intimate moment you know with the uh-huh. crowd and so i actually really love that that feeling yeah. um i'm wondering like i don't know if i could you know because there's also an art to being the one that's not spitting uh-huh. And there's an art to like how Defense. you stand, yep, yep. how you deflect or appreciate the line, or mm-hmm. how you you stare them in the eyes when they all like, you know, like mm-hmm. all of that. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. some shit that I, I'd be like, oh. There's an art to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, an art yeah. to it yeah. for sure. Maybe I, you know, maybe something, something happens. Maybe something, yeah. something go down. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, Where? but. Well, listen, man, uh, I really appreciate you taking some time out, yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. Um, it's you, always man. a pleasure, man. Shout out from WKNC 88.1. We got mad love for you. Keep doing your thing, bro. Yes, sir. So, we'll all do right. It. Thank you. We out.